You're listening to the Unheld in News and Review and Pharisee Watch brought to you by We Hold These Truths. Each week we look into the events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events. Just as in Jesus' day, Pharisees still walk the earth. Among them today are the celebrity Christians who support wars in the Middle East to protect Israel. In our Pharisee Watch portion of the program, we feature stories about the unchristlike acts of these modern-day Pharisees. Our programs are led by Charles E. Carlson, the founder of We Hold These Truths, and author and editor of the Pharisee Watch, and unheralded news features on our website, whtt.org. Joining Chuck are four other founders of We Hold These Truths, Travis Steele is the owner of Steele Engineering. Mark Horton is the president of Ultra Clean Corporation. Chuck McCollum is the owner of Oakshade Development. And Tom Compton is a retired sales engineer and your announcer. Our reader is We Hold These Truths faithful volunteer and dramatist Leslie Ford. Welcome to our podcast. In today's podcast for Pharisee Watch, we're going to talk about a recent event here. Anders Baron Brevik, as heard by many people, killed over 90-some people in Norway. And he hated Muslims. And he claimed to be a Christian. And this kind of shows the fruits of Christian Zionism. Leslie, would you read the report for us, please? Anders Baron Brevik and Michelle Bachman are both Zionists. Christians. Charles E. Carlson, July 26, 2011. The mass murder of some 94 teenagers in Norway has brought home to many the danger of the unapologetic killer's worldview. Anders Berent Brevik is a Christian Zionist by our well-established definition, as is presidential candidate Michelle Bachmann. The wave of Judeo-Christianity, popularly known as Christian Zionism, seems to be a prerequisite for presidential candidates today. It can best be thought of as an acquired mental illness because it results in discordant actions among those who admit to having it. Unfortunately, some are in public office and this then becomes the business of each of us. Christian Zionism has grown so large that it is fair to call it a religious bubble and is the number one enabler of the economic and moral dilemma that faces the USA and other North American countries. Most victims of it, like those who develop a tragic eating disorder known as anorexia nervosa, cannot see their illness and need help to recover from it. I am told by professionals who treat anorexia and some of its victims will eventually starve themselves to death if not treated and most are said to resist treatment. It has finally been acknowledged to be a disease even though it is self-induced. I do not pretend to have a clinical explanation, but I do know what causes Christian Zionism. It is taught, and no one is born with it, but it is a sickness because those who have it cannot see it, nor can most get over it without outside help. It is a social problem because those who have it act in ways that are often discordant within an anathema to the well-being of the rest of the population in several distinct ways. 
Christian Zionists also cannot see the lack of common sense they portray to others, and they overlook multiple Bible inconsistencies taught to them by their spiritual leaders who tell them they are the beautiful members of God's society and all others are ugly by comparison. Anders Berendt, Brevik, and Michelle Bachman are both Christian Zionists. Their beliefs are very similar and are faith-based. They differ only in the finer details of how their respective brains are wired. What makes Christian Zionism so dangerous is that it is promoted by those who benefit from it politically and by institutionalized recruitment by leaders who profit from it directly. And it now infects as much as 33% of USA voters. Anorexia nervosa seems to serve no one, but Christian Zionism serves one important national political end, and it enables serial wars that serve the interests of investment bakers, war makers, and the state of Israel. It is, in turn, supported by persons, powers, and the media that would not for a moment believe one word what Christian Zionists teach. Most among these promoters are the Israeli lobby, and the serial war lobby which overlap. Because Christian Zionism is a mental illness and not a coherent faith as following Christ is, it allows little tolerance nor debate. Many readers have told us painfully about close family members who stop communicating once the subject of the state of Israel is broached in religious context, sometimes broken over a single offhanded statement. And then there is Brevik, and there is Michelle Bachman. Most Republican Party candidates appear to cater to Judeo-Christians, even if they are not themselves one because so many votes are at stake. Bachman from Minnesota is said to be a serious candidate for U.S. president and is a living example of a discordant and bizarre thinker, but she will resonate with some 70 million Americans who are known to be influenced by the Judeo-Christian illness. Here are some of her words from her own website that should be carefully examined and are very much like Anders' profession. Quote, most Americans recognize that Israelis and Americans are two sides of the same coin because we share the same values. We even share the same mission, to be a light to the nations, unquote. Quote, we learn that our Christian faith is rooted in Judaism, Unquote. Without the law of Moses, without the temple at Jerusalem, there would have been no Sermon on the Mount. Unquote. Quote, it was this love for Israel and the Jewish state that brought me to volunteer for a kibbutz in 1974. Unquote. Quote, upholding American values means we must stand with Israel. I stand with Israel. Our policies in the Middle East must be guided by this imperative, unquote. It should be clear to all but other Christian Zionists that Bachman cannot function in national office under oath because her first commitment is to another flag, not to the USA, to another people, not to Americans first. Thank you. Chuck, that was right on the the head once again. A little bit controversial, perhaps, but it is interesting that many Christian Zionists 
don't even know they are one. And we see that. It's interesting. We did some searches on Google search criteria. And when you look at the rapture, for example, there was something like a million and a half inquiries about the rapture a month. Now, Christian Zionism was way down there. It was probably less than, I don't know, less than 50,000. Evangelicalism, which is would be a broader definition of Christian Zionism. In other words, it would Christian Zionism would be a big subset of evangelicalism. And the concept of a rapture uh, is included in evangelicalism or dispensationalism, if you want to get, there's so many isms there, it gets very confusing. No wonder people are confused, but it is all wrapped around the physical state of Israel because it's necessary in all these beliefs by the rapture cult or what we've now coined as the angry evangelicalism people that there is needs to be a physical state so that Jesus can return. Chuck, do you have any other further thoughts about well, your piece or comments? We've had a like number of criticisms and comments about this story already. And uh, it so happens that the center of these is the comparison of uh, Brevik and uh, Michelle Bachman as both being Christian Zionists. And some have said, well, how can you say this? Brevik has stated that he it doesn't take the Bible seriously. Michelle Bachman take, takes the Bible so seriously that she believes every word in it is true, uh, even, uh, even where the words have been changed right before her eyes by some publishing company. Brevik uh, does not, he considers himself sort of as a Christian by heritage, but he's, he's sort of above religion and would be probably classified as an agnostic if we were to take a look at him and examine him. So how can we say that he's a Christian Zionist alongside of Michelle Bachman, who claims to be a very devout rapture-waiting Christian? By the way, uh, I don't know what Brevik would say about the rapture. He would probably scoff at it as superstition. And the answer, of course, is just what Tom has pointed out. Both of them, as a matter of faith, believe the state of Israel has supernatural and superhuman importance in the world today, and it's worth, in their minds, living and dying for. Bachman said in her statement that we must, our foreign policy must be shaped around Israel as a nation. Here she's running for president. Instead of our foreign policy being shaped around us, it's supposed to be shaped around Israel. So the reason that we have we feel very confident saying that these people both qualify for Christian Zionism is, of course, that love of Israel is the, is the center of it. But even more important, it is the basic concept that there is really no Christianity left or allowed within Christian Zionism. Christian Zionism, Zionism squeezes out Christianity immediately. We notice this from a statement from Gary Bauer. Gary Bauer is, of course, a, a really a radical uh, neoconservative Christian Zionist. He was former, uh, formerly with uh, American Research Council, James Dobson's organization. He has, has been wrapped up in uh, Judeo-Christian organizations all his life. He ran for president at one time, and uh, he pronounces himself as a, as a great pro-life leader and other things. 
when uh, the news popped that Anders Breivik had been identified as a Christian and a Christian murderer, Gary Barr quickly came out and and, and made a public statement on um, email that he sent to me and others. It's called his end-of-day report, and uh, I get it every day, almost every day. I think Gary skips some days. But um, in this report, he said that uh, Brevik could not possibly be a Christian because he doesn't follow Jesus' precepts of loving your brother, caring for your enemy, uh, turning the other cheek, and forgiving. Instead, he's a violent man. Well, the interesting thing about this is that in all the time I've been reading Gary Bauer, this is the first time he ever noticed that Jesus said those things, because Gary Bauer also is for every war that comes along against Islam. Uh, He supports every move of Israel, no matter how brutal it is. He looks the other way at every killing, and uh, he never bothers to ask Israel if they are following Jesus' precepts. This is an example of how Christians become stripped of their Christianity when they take on this uh, this uh, veneer of Zionism. So Michelle Bachman has had to give up these precepts and beliefs that Jesus taught, whether she'd admit it or not, she could no longer talk about them because they would fly in the face of her every act when it comes to the state of Israel. So just to very much simplify it, we say that Bachman and Brevik are cut out of the same fabric. The same fabric is the lack of Jesus in their lives rather than the presence of Jesus in their lives. And therefore, Zionism is the defining and driving factor in both of them, no matter what they say their uh, religious beliefs might be. And that's the answer that we are kind of giving to our critics who, who've raised this question. With us. Thank you, Chuck. That was that was a very good response, and we... Um hope people that will take advantage of our articles on the website. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast and please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.